This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Here's a headline that I think needs a little correcting. The headline reads, Three in five Canadians think employers should be allowed to give drug tests to employees now that marijuana is legal. (laughs) The headline should say, Two in five Canadians are smoking weed before work. (laughs) (laughs) Most Canadians okay with employers giving workers drug tests, according to this poll. Hmm. Yeah. You know who's not okay with it? The ones who are on drugs. Yeah, yeah. Well, for sure. But also, I think most people don't want to be drug tested, even if they're not doing drugs. Like, you don't I, like peeing in a cup? It's no kind of satisfying. Or getting swabbed? No, I don't want. It. It's satisfying. See it fill up so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. No thanks. Or just do that thing like in the future where you put your fingerprint on the thing and it stabs your finger with a needle real quick. Test your blood. blood. Yeah. Every time you enter the building. Are they no swabbing thanks. you? For I've never been drug tested. Do they, when you said they swab you, what do you mean? Like, where are they swabbing? They swab your inside of your mouth. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you think it was the urethra? Yeah, no. I was thinking of a different... It depends where you work, I think. <laughs> different test. Because <laughs> I'm against that. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah no thanks. I, I'm not on drugs, mm-hmm. and I do not want to get swabbed. Stay out of my orify. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope it does. Like, I understand you. You Like, a, lo- a lot of jobs do consistently drug test people. Like, a lot of blue-collar jobs, if you're using high equ- or heavy equipment and you're climbing to, like, high-access areas, they will do, like, yeah, the yeah. random drug test. But I feel like it only happens to the people they want to fire in the first place, like the people who are sketching them out. Like, is it really random? Or is it, hey, we need to fire this guy or he's acting yeah. up? Like, we, we need We have an a feeling he might be on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Random drug testing time. Mm -hmm. Well, you always got to pull in one extra guy so it does look random. Yeah, one of the responsible ones. You pull in the guy that you think is high AF, Mm -hmm. and then you get like the the least high guy in there as well. And then all of them test positive, but you're like, you're actually a good employee. We'll we'll, We'll throw this in the trash. Yeah. And we're sorry for what we did to your urethra. <laughs> Just destroyed it. <laughs> Every two days, we're going to start swabbing here at the, at the office. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a, you know, if uh, if people are for it, mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean it's going to start happening. But uh, the majority saying they wouldn't mind getting drug tested on a regular basis. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Hey, we got a text message from a listener here reminding everybody that it's deer hunting season, which means there may be more deer running out into the streets. So be careful. Watch out for deer. Did I ever tell you that a buddy of mine was driving to work one day in a Ford Festiva and he hit a deer? Can you imagine? What's what's a Ford Festiva again? I don't have, remember. Have you not? They're the tiniest little cars. Like, they were the smallest car you could get before smart cars were introduced. <laughs> that's a Ford Festiva. <laughs> Can you? Yeah. No, that's that's the last vehicle you want to be. Oh, my God. That's hilarious looking. That's so European. It almost looks like Mr. Bean's car. Yeah, yeah. It's a little more boxy, but that is hilarious. Luckily, he was okay. He wasn't hurt, but... He was yeah. late for work. Yeah, I wouldn't want to hit a deer fly in that thing. Like <laughs> that was that's the, tiny. That was the final day that he drove a Ford Festiva. <laughs> that was it. Sean, you wanted to comment on that? Just wanted to do a shout out to all my uh, Festiva friends out there. Oh, your Ford Festiva? <laughs> Are you driving a Festiva? Uh, not today, but I actually own two of them. What two? What the? 
I had three. I ended up getting rid of one, but it seems to be a bit of a disease you get. What do you like about the Festiva? I don't know. Maybe it's 40 miles per gallon or, you know, the fact you can park it anywhere. I'm not sure. Makes you feel like a giant. <laughs> this is the biggest yeah. automobile I can afford. <laughs> Pretty much. But I know there's one in, uh, there's uh, Adam in Stratford with one. Well, and there's a whole community. The there is. There's a whole Facebook group and everything for it. The Canadian Festiva group. Yeah. When? Did, what year did they stop making them? Uh, ninety-three. Yeah, I mean they do have a certain charm to them for sure. There's something they're fun cute. about them. Yeah. Oh, they're fun to drive. Yeah, and the, uh, it's it's the speedometer goes up to one hundred forty. I've had it up to one hundred thirty-eight, and it's just terrifying. Does it have like an e-brake <laughs> that you can just pull and whip that thing around? Because it looks like you could probably uh, do some sweet oh, yeah. drifting in that bad boy. Oh yeah, all one point three liter horsepower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look out for deer, okay? All right, I'll keep an eye out for him. Ford Festiva. I, you know, Festiva drivers, uh, when Jeep drivers see each other, they give each other the Jeep wave. Sure. Uh, Festiva driver sees another Festiva driver. They both hang their heads in shame at each other. <laughs> the greeting. <laughs> Just hang a little. <laughs> Such one. a little tiny car. <laughs> there's, a, if, there's someone that'll collect anything oh, out yeah. there. Right? This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Friday, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony happened. It streamed live on Disney Plus, and there was a member of Led Zeppelin that made a surprise performance. Jimmy Page showed up, and he played his guitar as a tribute to Link Ray, who was being inducted. Link Ray, a, uh, a very famous guitarist from back in the black and white days, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put it. You'd recognize some of his uh, instrumental tunes. This is Jimmy doing Link Ray. You may only recognize... Link Ray's music from uh, Quentin Tarantino movies. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Jimmy Page says he heard that song rumble for the first time on a jukebox when he was 14, and it had a profound effect on him, so he hmm. wanted to be there uh, to do that performance. Uh, another, you'll, you'll like this one, another great star-studded performance was the uh, tribute to Robbie Robertson of the band. Nice. Canadian icon. Elton John, Sheryl Crow, Brittany Howard, and Chris Stapleton performed the band's hit, The Weight. He said, that's okay, boy. Why won't you feed him when you can? wonder how they decided with all those big names who would get to be the first and. Is that the money spot right there? And. Or is it the third and? And. 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 I think you want to be the final and. <laughs> Elton John was there because his longtime lyricist Bernie Tappan was uh, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for musical excellence. All the clubs are tired of dying 
It's like when I'm watching a YouTube video on two times speed. <laughs> you feel like Elton John's playing him a little faster because yeah. he knows he doesn't have much time left? <laughs> I've only got so many hours left with my family. i got to get off stage. <laughs> All because of the time to dance. Uh, what else happened? Oh, the, the guys from Rage Against the Machine were inducted into the Hall of Fame. Ice-T is the one who inducted them, but only Tom Morello showed up. Hmm. You got to still have a few of them raging, right? Like, they, Yeah, yeah. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is kind of part of the machine, so it would look bad if they were all there. Willie Nelson was inducted. He was performing. Queen Latifah became the first female rapper ever to be inducted. It was a big night there Friday, and it's all on Disney Plus if you want to check it out. The Taz and Jim Podcast. The top DILFs of 2023 list is finally out. What? Did we make it? Let's check. Oh, man. Once again, no Taz and Jim on the list. Wow. Well, it could only really be... You're the only dad. No, you don't have to actually be a dad to make the the top DILFs of the year, apparently. Doesn't the D in DILF stand for dad? I thought so. Now it's just dudes? Or daddy. (laughs) Hey, daddy. Which is the creepiest thing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, daddy. Mm -hmm. Who's your daddy? (laughs) And what does he do? Number one is Pedro Pascal. He's the top DILF of 2023. (laughs) Hmm. Oscar Isaac, number two. I'm kind of surprised by that one. Because he's ugly or what? No, I just, uh, I didn't realize that he was so DILFy. (laughs) Okay, so who who did you expect on this list? Ryan Gosling is number nine. I, I would have put Gosling above... Oscar Isaac, or assumed that that would have been the case. Yeah, okay, so Ryan Gosling is a dad, I guess. Okay. He still seems like, I guess I'm getting older, because he still seems young, but he's not. He's older than me. He's obviously 40-something. David Tennant is number three on the list. Great British actor. Sure. Is he British or Scottish? I think he's British. Yeah. Played a Doctor Who? Mads Milkel Milkelson, you know Mads Milkelson? No. He was uh Oh wait, wait. Is he he's on like a Marvel movie. Yeah, he's in the he's Star Wars. He was yeah. in the Star Wars Rogue One movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he kinda I get him he's confused. He's one of those with, guys. Yeah. I get him confused with Eastern Promise the guy in Eastern Promises. Vigo Morton. Yes, I get very those two similar guys mixed look. up. Yeah. Uh, well, look at this. Vigo is not on the list. What he's Vigo? He's gotta be rattled. Uh, Killian Murphy, number five, after those nude scenes in Oppenheimer. Were there nude scenes? I don't specifically remember that. Wasn't he buck naked sitting in a chair in, in oh, Oppenheimer? Oh, yeah, that's true. But, like, yeah, there wasn't, like, full frontal or anything, but she was naked. There was sex scenes, though, in Oppenheimer, There wasn't was, there was. She, the, the female lead was naked, for sure. Martin Sheen. <laughs> no, sorry. Michael Sheen. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think Martin Sheen is past being I mean, a gilf at that's this point. <laughs> He's a grilf right there. Keanu Reeves is on the list. Others who uh, made it, Ryan Reynolds, Paul Rudd, Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, ben- Benedict Cumberbatch, Norman Reedus from Walking Dead. Sure, sure. And there's a bunch of those guys don't have kids. That's stupid. Like, that's dumb. 
Yeah. Then it's just dudes. Then that's just the people's sexiest man. There, there needs to be a, an adopted son, a stepson, or a son. There has to be some sort of parenting going on. 100%. If you're going to be considered a DILF. Or like you need like 10 pets. You, you not just like Can one you or be two a doggy dogs. Dilf? No, no, not just one or two. You need to be like a full blown hobby farmer <laughs> to even be considered. Listen, Jim is now he's the uh, he's the go to for Dilf rules and regulations. Truly, because I'm on the cusp. Yeah, yeah. One day, fingers crossed. Hopefully, yeah. He will join the Dilf Club. The Taz and Jim Podcast. The top Dilfs of 2023 list is finally out. What? Can we make it? Let's check. Oh, man. Once again, no Taz and Jim on the list. Wow. Well, it could only really be... Ta- You're the only dad. No, you don't have to actually be a dad to make the the top DILFs of the year, apparently. Doesn't the D in DILF stand for dad? I thought so. Now it's just dudes? Or daddy. <laughs> hey, daddy. <laughs> Which is the creepiest thing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, daddy. Mm-hmm. Who's your daddy? <laughs> and what does he do? Number one is Pedro Pascal. He's the top DILF of 2023. <laughs> hmm. Oscar Isaac, number two. I'm kind of surprised by that one. Because he's ugly or what? No, I just uh, I didn't realize that he was so DILFy. <laughs> okay, so who who did you expect like, on this Ryan list? Ryan Gosling is number nine. I, I would have put Gosling above Oscar Isaac or assumed that that would have been the case. Yeah, okay, so Ryan Gosling is a dad, yeah. I guess. Okay. He still seems like, I guess I'm getting older because he still seems young, but he's not. He's older than me. No. He's obviously 40-something. David Tennant is number three okay. on the list. <laughs> Great British actor. Sure. Is he British or Scottish? I think he's British. Yeah. Played a Doctor Who? Mads Milkelson. Milkel- Milkel- you know Mads Milkelson? No. He was... Uh, oh, wait, wait. Is he, he's on like a Marvel movie. Yeah, he's in the he's Star Wars. He was yeah. in the Star Wars Rogue One movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he kind of... I get him he's confused He's one of those with, guys. Yeah. I get him confused with Eastern Promise... The guy in Eastern Promises. Vigo Morton. Yes, I get very those two similar guys mixed look. up. Yeah. Uh, well, look at this. Vigo is not on the list. What? He's Vigo? He's got to be rattled. Uh, Killian Murphy, number five, after those nude scenes in Oppenheimer. Were there nude scenes? I don't specifically remember that. Wasn't he buck naked sitting in a chair in, in oh, Oppenheimer? Oh, yeah, that's true. But, like, yeah, there wasn't, like, full frontal or anything, but... She was naked. There was sex scenes though in Oppenheimer. There wasn't was, it? there was. She the the female lead was naked for sure. Martin Sheen. <laughs> no, sorry. Michael Sheen. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think Martin Sheen is past being I mean, a gilf at that's this. Grilf. <laughs> He's a grilf right there. Keanu Reeves is on the list. Others who uh, made it Ryan Reynolds, Paul Rudd, Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal. Ben Benedict Cumberbatch, Norman Reedus from Walking Dead. Sure, sure. And there's a bunch of those guys don't have kids. That's stupid. Like that's dumb. Yeah. Then it's just dudes. Then that's just the people's sexiest man. There, there needs to be a, an adopted son, a stepson, or a son. There has to be some sort of parenting going on. Hundred percent. If you're going to be considered a DILF, or like you need like ten pets. You, you not just like Can one you or be two a doggy dogs. Dilf? No, no, not just one or two. You need to be like a full blown hobby farmer. 
To even be considered. Listen, Jim is now he's the uh, he's the go to for DILF rules and regulations. Truly, because I'm on the cusp. Yeah, yeah. One day, fingers crossed. Hopefully, yeah. He will join the DILF club. The Taz and Jim podcast. So, Jim, you did a rural report last week talking about the giant zucchini that the guy in Thorold, Ontario, grew. Mm-hmm. Stephen Colbert is always ripping us off again. Well, technically, we were ripping off CHCH Television that did the original news report on the zucchini guy, right? Well, we gave them a shout-out. We reported <laughs> on their report. And so did Stephen Colbert. He was he was all over the story of the giant zucchini in Thorold on one of his uh, shows last week during the monologue. And I try not to get swept up in the sensationalism of the modern news grind, but when history's being made, I can't ignore it. Which is why tonight's top story is an Ontario man's eight-foot zucchini <laughs> might be the longest in the world. Which, of course, raises the question, is that a world record in your garden or are you just happy zucchini? <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Good dad joke. Thank sure. You very much. For more, much more, On this story, let's go to CHCH News, Ontario's news leader. While it isn't official yet, a Thorold man is confident he squashed the record. Adam Atkinson has the incredible story of Henry and the giant zucchini. The Guinness World Record for the longest zucchini is 8 feet 33 inches. Really? (laughs) 8 feet 33 inches. (laughs) I know this is Canada, but the metric system is weirder than I thought. (laughs) Oh, buddy. I just love it when they say, like, Thorold. Thorold. Yeah, they yeah. name a small town in Ontario yeah. on a big international television show. Mm-hmm. That's us. He, he went on. He, he did about six or seven minutes on the <laughs> giant zucchini. Let's go back to intrepid garden newsman Adam Atkinson for more. It's hard to get a sense of just how long this zucchini is, so I'm going to try to show you a different way. I'm six foot one. This zucchini is almost eight foot five. I. I went to journalism school. I wanted to be a foreign correspondent. Now I'm lying on the ground next to a very long squash. Please dig a hole and just roll me into it. Back to you, Taz. Thanks, Stephen. Back to you, Chad. What the heck was that? What? <laughs> Pardon? Back to you, Taz. Stephen Colbert. That. Why? Why Taz? That must be you, right? Back to you, Taz. I have no idea what's going on here. Obviously, that's a wink and a nod at his boy Taz. Do you think he, he ripped it off from... Uh, he, he heard it on the Taz and Jim podcast. I think, yes, we, 100%. We ripped it off from CHCH-TV. Uh-huh. Or is the anchor on CHCH named Taz as well? Maybe... The, well, the Mike Atkinson was the guy who laid down next to right. the squash. Taz, the female... To back to you, Taz. Maybe. Back in the in the studio? Let us know if you're watching the CHCH Nightly News. 
This town ain't big enough for two Tazes. I may have to leave. <laughs> We've got Dirk from the Hammer on the line. Hey, Dirk. Hey, just let me play this clip again here. So this is uh, Stephen Colbert last week talking about the giant uh, zucchini that was grown in Thorold, Ontario, as reported by CHCH Television. I wanted to be a foreign correspondent. Now I'm lying on the ground next to a very long squash. Please dig a hole and just roll me into it. Back to you, Taz. Hold on a second. My name is Taz. (laughs) A little confused by that, but Dirk, you've got the answer. What is it? The answer is he's throwing it back to Taz Boga, who is the anchor on CHCH. That's kind of what I thought, yeah. Small town news channel. Uh (laughs) We can't make fun fun of Adam Atkinson too much. The guy does a good job. Hey, got to start somewhere. Oh, I did. Listen, that was Stephen Colbert, not us. Don't get mad at us, Adam. Colbert looking down his nose at other media You gotta members. think Adam Atkinson is loving this. That's fantastic sure. that Colbert did like six minutes. Colbert told him to dig a grave and roll into it? <laughs> okay, that's not that's not the nicest thing to say, but it's on national television. That's yeah. good exposure for Adam, for Taz Boga, and for CHCH News. We need to get Taz Boga on the show. Jim, you've looked up her... Uh, her credentials there. Yeah, I kind of have her biography here. She's also born and raised in London, Ontario, spent some time in the States, but another Taz from London, Ontario. What are the odds? Yeah, and we've never met. She sounds cool. She's actually pretty good. She is pretty cool. Yeah, nice. You say hey, there's you guys, a... Cl- think, yeah, she got to look up a clip on YouTube. Okay. So she's throwing it to, the, she's throwing it to a guy who used to be there, Phil Perkins, who's now on CP24 or whatever. So she's throwing something to him in the field and it's supposed to be a hot button topic well her line is it's a hot effing topic and sends it to to phil perkins in the field and the camera is there but as he's hearing her say the the expletive oh yeah and his face is like the guy from scream his face is yeah because he realizes what's going on yes you (laughs) gotta check out that clip man i have it on my tbr because when i'm having a bad day i watch that (laughs) it happens to the best of us taz i once tried to say tig ol biddies on my radio show here (laughs) and it backfired on me i can see where you're going with that (laughs) yeah well dirk thank you for clearing that up I, i i'm excited for taz boga a little disappointed that Stephen Colbert wasn't talking to me. Back to you, Taz. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Finally feel like I became an adult over the weekend, Jim. Really? Finally? My wife and I got a king-size bed delivered. <laughs> That's sweet, but that makes you feel like an adult? It does. Why? It, well, we've, so been, we've been in a queen-size bed, and... You know, the kids crawl into the, the bed at night. My daughter fell out onto the floor last week, and there's no room for us. We feel like we're clinging to the, the very edge of the mattress, the queen-sizer, mm-hmm. <laughs> like for dear life while we're sleeping every yeah. night. Yeah. So we got this this king delivered, and a shout-out to uh, Skyler and the gang at Mattress Depot, cheapbeds.ca if you want to check them out. Um, we got the king delivered, and compared to the queen, there's so much more mattress. Like, what would you say? Did Is it like a foot on the side? or It extra? feels like a foot. We each have an extra foot now on God. our sides, respective sides. That's crazy. Are you scared you're going to get way fatter now and to fill it out? <laughs> you know, you know, it's like buying a pair of big pants. Yeah, you got to fill it. 
you're like a goldfish, you know, you will. I hadn't thought about it, but mm. <laughs> like a goldfish. Or do you feel like <laughs> do you feel like when the kids move out you're gonna have like double empty nest syndrome because the mattress is gonna be so huge? I did kinda worry for a second that the intimacy in our marriage may suffer because now we're so far apart sure. we're not accidentally gonna bump ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but <laughs> things things get started. It sure, never just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It never accidentally bump ugly, <laughs> but, you, but know, you know, you brush yeah, against yeah, yeah. the leg an or an arm, here, right? Yeah, a piece of hair here. And now yeah. you're so far apart that uh, that's going to happen less often. Hey, honey, what? <laughs> yeah, we get the intercom system <laughs> yeah. installed tomorrow. How you feeling? I have a headache. <laughs> okay, I'll stay on my side. Did you, uh, I know you and Sarah bought a new bed recently. Did you get a king or a queen? Just a queen, because we had the frame already, right? So yeah, you yeah. probably had to get a new frame too, so we weren't ready for that that move. So yeah, we just got a queen, which is plenty of room. Our dogs will hop up on there, and it gets a little crowded, but our bedroom's not big enough for a king either, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Time to blow out that back wall of the house. <laughs> California King. Oh, have you ever? This is what happened. We went to an Airbnb when we were in Ottawa, and they had a king-size bed. Yeah. And we're like, well, what have we been doing our whole lives? But then, so now you need like a comforter now that's Oh, massive. yeah. We had to go buy new sheets. And this is something we didn't really think about when we made the purchase. New laundry machine, too. <laughs> For the bigger sheets. Yeah. That's right. So we got all that stuff. But. Yeah, plus your wife is going to now have to buy 10 more decorative pillows to fill that thing out. <laughs> 10? That's low ball in it. <laughs> Anyways, our daughter uh, snuck into bed with us last night, and she's now uh, sleeping horizontally. <laughs> so yeah. I think she wants to just be close to both of us. So she's touching mommy with her foot and daddy with her hand, sleeping across the bed. There you go. So it's now you cute. barely have any more space <laughs> yeah. and you're still, still right on the edge. Off the, edge. <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast. The Simpsons are dropping a long running gag from the show. This is according to the New York Post. Apparently, Homer Simpson isn't going to be choking Bart anymore. Because times have changed. So in a recent episode, he shook hands with a guy. Uh, Homer shakes hands with a guy he just met. And the guy uh, takes note of Homer's grip strength. This is what Homer had to say. Whoa, that's quite a grip. See, Marge, strangling the boy has paid off. Just kidding. I don't do that anymore. Times have changed. Times have changed. So lame. First times ever. First off, it was never acceptable to choke your child in public. That's times. <laughs> times haven't changed that much. That was one of the reasons. So the Simpsons have been on for thirty-five years, hmm. and when I was eleven years old, I was obsessed when that show debuted on television. My mom thought it was very inappropriate, and one of the reasons she didn't like it was because. Homer would choke Bart. Oh, this is awful. <laughs> oh, Taz, this, what are you watching? This is terrible. Yeah. That and eat my short. How? What did he just say? <laughs> did he tell them to eat his shorts? Oh, this is awful. 
Why were they so mad? That's like that's not even a cuss. Eat my shorts. Don't have a cow. All these made up sayings all of a sudden became offensive. Well, it's funny because there's so much that is no longer offensive. You know, vul- things that are vulgar or sexual seem to slide into pop culture no problem, but you know, the, clearly Homer is not advocating for you to strangle your child in real life. Yeah, to me it's like, it's almost like uh, like Bugs Bunny fighting, you know, it's like that type of violence, you know, Bugs Bunny uh, or, or the Roadrunner and the, and the Coyote, you or know what I mean? Itchy and Scratchy, which is a parody uh, yeah. of that kind of uh, cartoon violence, right? Yeah, yeah. And people, and I'd also, par- the Simpsons parodies, people getting upset at that violence as well. Times have changed. No more Homer choking Bart. Just take the show off TV. If like <laughs> the times have been changed enough if the Simpsons are still on television. Like even just hearing their voices now it grinds my gears. Like their voices have changed a little bit. I can't even listen to new Simpsons episodes as I was the biggest fan. Yeah. I just I can't even stand it anymore. Oh, this is awful, Taz. <laughs> He will not tell me when I'm going to have a cow. (laughs) I will have a cow whenever I want.